pretty good. Okay. All right, here we go. Let's get this thing going. Let's get this it's going. It's the new year. Oh, my God. It's time for the January 1st, 2016 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a cheerfully fatalistic recollection of the last 168 hours. This is KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. I would be Nathan Callahan. And I might be Mike Caspar for legal reasons. And I may that, not be. That animal barking on the hill, that's Mahler, the Gregorian yeah. calendar dog, because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what we're basing all this on. Today we'll be talking about, shout out Mahler. Yeah, Mahler. Jeez. You know, it's a new year, Mahler. Well, you got to step all over our intro all yeah, the time. Why do you time. do that? He, he just, yeah. okay. Today we'll be talking about Okinawa, condom machines, the North Pole, David Duke, Islamophobia, American Girl dolls, and more. Ooh. Yeah. <clears throat> but first, animals in the news. Okay. Okay. Here is number one. Number one. While the driver of a bus was napping in his driver's seat, a monkey jumped into the bus, turned over the ignition, and gunned it. Yeah. The bus hit two other vehicles before the driver was able to regain control. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's a monkey in, uh, yeah, that was a monkey. A monkey. That was a in monkey Tha- driving a bus. That was in Thailand. Thailand. Yeah. And here's number two. Well, I, th- I guess the lesson here is... Uh, Don't go to sleep at the wheel. Yeah. Even if you're stopped. Yeah. And, and if there's a monkey in the... Right here in uh, California, a black bear crawled inside a trash compactor at Hume Lake. That's near Fresno, California. And you're thinking, oh, no. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. Gonna no. But what happened is apparently it didn't compact, and, uh, and he rode a garbage truck 65 miles to a, 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 a dump near Fresno where he ran free for a while. And one tranquilizer later, he was back at Hume Lake. So it's kind of a big adventure oh, wow. for, this, for this bear, he you know. He was in a trash compactor and didn't get killed. Yeah. That's ex- yeah. Wow. And yeah. then he, oh, my God. And. Yeah. A dog in England. Yeah. Okay, see, now we get into the good yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he became an honorary school teacher, Mahler. Ah. Yeah. Of course he did. Uh, the idea of getting pupils to read to dogs in order to improve their literacy, which is going on everywhere. Yeah. They're, they're doing that yeah. right here in uh, in Southern California. Anyway, in England, uh, their illiteracy is getting improved by these doggies. And it was tried out five years ago. But Maggie, a 10-year-old Shih Tzu, has become so successful that she now has her own staff badge at Earl's High School in Howell's Zoan, England. That's pretty nice. That's very nice. For yeah. what's her name? Maggie. 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 And she's a Shih Tzu? Yeah, a Shih Tzu. I have to be careful on this. Okay. Yeah. It's like yeah. Ichitake. Yeah, Ichitake. Yeah. <laughs> in 1997, this is a new story here. In 1997, a few weeks before climate change talks in Kyoto, yeah. You remember that? Yeah, I do. That was a long time that ago. That was a long time ago. Jeez. 92 18. Kyoto. Yeah. Yeah. 18 years old. 19 now if you're counting 16. Wait. If you're going back to- Wait, it was 92? 97. 97. If I said 97, no, 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 I was no, mistaken. No, 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 90, 97. Yeah. If, if I said 92, I was mistaken. Yeah. Anyway, Kyoto, 97. Mm-hmm. A mobile oil took out an advertisement. In the New York Times and the Washington Post when that was going on, it yeah. said this. Let's face it. The science of climate change is too uncertain to mandate a plan of action that could plunge economies into turmoil. Scientists cannot predict with certainty if temperatures will increase or by how much or where the changes will occur. 
So, you know, what is climate change? Yeah, what is this? It's well, also crazy well, and, yeah. Well, now we find out in yeah. this new report. One yeah. year before that, in yeah. 1996, yeah. engineers at mobile oil exploration and production facilities along the Nova Scotia coast built their oil rigs to withstand global warming. They built their, they were actually preparing for global warming, warming while they were telling people a year later, don't worry about this yeah, global warming you know. stuff. Yeah. yeah, I mean, come on, it's crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah, an estimated rise in water level due to global warming of 0.5 meters may be assumed, said the uh, engineers that were designing the rigs out there. So that's a foot and a half, yeah, by the way. Yeah, so they knew. They knew. Well, we are all going to die. They knew. And, and they yeah. and they are the cause or, or a great cause of it. Contributor. And yeah. A contributor. And they didn't even even try when they knew what was going on. Well, they knew in 1979 yeah. that carbon was causing a change in the atmosphere that could be contributing, could be a contributing factor to a change in global climate. Yeah. In 1979. So when you so when you say this 1996 they were building it 1997 they're saying fuzzy math on on that was 18 years earlier at least. I think it went actually back to 19 76. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, 76, 77. They had plenty. We have plenty of warning. We had right. like 40 years of warning about right. this. Exactly. And the oil years. companies denied it for yeah. decades That's and right. decades, and That's they're right. still dragging their feet. Well, I, they're, hopefully, there's. Uh, you're going to uh, talk about the story in which there is talk of going after them the same way that they went after the tobacco companies for. A, a huge settlement yeah, for a life. It's too late for that. I know it is. It's too that, late that. Yeah, you know, I, I'm thinking to myself, that's true. Do we just do we just put them in in uh, in solitary confinement for the rest of their lives? Uh, you know, is honestly, that a good idea? Honestly, or or do we pray for them? Honestly, and I was right. thinking the difference between the the tobacco thing and this is that people will eventually stop smoking if they have any sense of their health. What are we talking about tobacco for? I'm just saying to get money. There, it's unfortunately we can't extract enough. Uh, a retribution from them to make global climate yeah. change go away. Yeah. We can't mitigate what's going to happen. But we can happen. pray for them, Mike. Well, we can And I'd them. ask you right now to bow your head in prayer. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God, I really hate the oil companies. I really hate the oil companies. Amen. Amen. <sighs> Meanwhile, more than 100,000 people were displaced by flooding in South America. Severe flooding in the United Kingdom closed so many roads that police ran out of road closed signs. 29 people were killed in tornadoes way down south in Dixie. New York City experienced its hottest Christmas on record, and saltwater crocodiles were seen swimming through a flooded town in Australia. What about that? Global warming. Oh, no. What about that storm that's over the Arctic? Shh. That sh we'll get to that. Okay. We'll get I got to know. I got to know. That's in our special Christmas wrap-up. Oh, that's very good. Yeah. All right. And now we're going to talk about the bomby countries, oh, the good. countries where the bombs fall. The bombs fall. A lot. Yeah, yeah. that's right, Mahler. Yeah. Bomby countries. <laughs> uh, in Pakistan, a suicide bomb attack killed 26 people in the northwestern city of Mardan. The bomb exploded outside a branch of the National Database and Registration Authority, which issues government ID cards. Yeah. Uh, the Taliban claimed responsibility. This is in Pakistan. This is a country that's supposed to be a little more stable. Yeah. And by the way, they have, I think, the fourth or fifth largest collection of nuclear weapons in the entire world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what they do. Yeah. Uh, the U.S. commander in Afghanistan, General John Campbell, in case you're wondering, mm -hmm. 
uh, said he may seek additional U.S. troops for what he calls a screwed-up security situation. Is that, is that how he put it? Yeah, that's how he said it. I mean, he, the New York Times printed something else, but you know that John screwed Campbell up. said this is screwed up. Yeah, that's screwed up. Campbell called for the current number of 9,800 U.S. troops stationed in Afghanistan to be maintained for as long as possible and said he may ask for even more troops. President Obama had pledged to withdraw the majority of the thousands of U.S. troops deployed in Afghanistan by the end of 2015. That would be last year. That would be, uh, yeah, pretty yeah. much. That would be last year. But in October, he reversed course, saying nearly 10,000 troops would remain until 2016. And now it looks like there's probably going to be more. And by the way, Afghanistan is the largest continuous military engagement in the history of the republic as we sit here today and uh, uh I, i'm gonna go back to something real quick back in uh 2010 2009 somewhere yeah. around there president barack obama gave an address to the air force academy yeah and i watched that it was yeah. a big deal i remember you watching yeah I, you yeah you yeah. do i have i yeah i did a little photo it's very exciting that you watched it yeah it's too bad nobody it. else cares no, this is relevant it's relevant because of all the speeches that i've ever watched barack obama give and i've watched him a number yeah. of speeches. this is your favorite he looked more uncomfortable oh. and more halting in his delivery in the way that he was talking i had the impression watching it back then yeah. that he didn't want to give this address about us military continuing us military involvement in afghanistan yeah. it felt very uncomfortable but it felt like it was something that he was being forced pressured to do. yes pressured to pressured do. to do and here we are another 7 years later and we are still there and we're still doing this horrible Pentagon officials say U.S.-led coalition airstrikes in Iraq and Syria killed 10 ISIL leaders over the uh, past month. Is that ISIL or ISIL? It's up to you. No, what would you say? I would say ISIL. You say ISIS and ISIL, or ISIS and ISIL. That's what you say. It, yeah. It's all in the eyes, huh? It is the eyes. Okay. All, the eyes U.S. Army Colonel Steve Warren claims some were linked to the November 13th Paris attack. Some of these guys they killed, the 10 ISIL guys. <laughs> And meanwhile, the Iraqi military says it has liberated the city of Ramadi from Daesh. Daesh. I like to say Daesh. Yeah, Daesh myself, is fun to say. Which seized Ramadi in May, which at the time was humiliating for the Iraqi army. That's what they say. It, I don't know. Well, it was a big deal. Yeah. And, and it also gave them control of a dam, and there was some really yeah. seriously bad stuff happening. Oops. The next big thing is Hadith, uh, no, Fallujah, and then Mosul. Those yeah. are the, the, the sort of the crown jewel of all of this. It's Ooh. sort of the end of this valley is Mosul. Mosul is a very, very important strategic uh, situ uh, situation. Yeah. But we, we got, they didn't give up Mosul. That's yeah, Ramadi. We, we, they took Ramadi, apparently, yeah. some version yeah. of it. That's completely bombed out. There's nothing yeah. left of Ramadi. So yeah. what they have is what they got. But uh, Mosul, that's the next, uh, that's going to be a big one. A big, big fight. One. Big fight. Big fight um, there. Mm -hmm. In Syria, hundreds of wounded Syrian fighters and their families from opposing sides of the war were evacuated from besieged areas under the UN, a UN broker deal. So they're getting out of there right now. Mm -hmm. Shiites trapped in pro-government towns in northwestern Syria went to Beirut. And Sunni rebel fighters trapped near the Lebanese border were flown to southern Turkey. They're just getting people out of there oh, wow. so that the peace talks are coming up. They just want to separate folks for a while. That's going on in Syria. Good. Meanwhile, a Russian oh, ship left Iran carrying almost all of uh, the stockpile that the Iranians had of low enriched uh, uranium. Mm -hmm. That was uh, a big deal. Okay. A big deal. It Still is. Still filling a major step. 
it is a major step. For the first time in nearly a decade, uh, apparently leaving Iran, uh, with it leaves Iran with too little fuel to manufacture a nuclear weapon. Meanwhile, the Soviets have it. Or not Soviets. That's kind of Cold War, it isn't is it? It is Cold War, although yeah. they're increasingly acting like the Soviets did yeah. in the Cold War. Um, the, the, this is, I think, the first time in recorded history of a government giving up the ability to make nuclear weapons. Yeah. I, I can't think of another country... That's they're done. getting some other low-grade uranium, but right. they're going to do some low-grade production so they can power their uh, right. energy plants, but it's not enough to right. make right. Uh, you know, the, the high-grade right. stuff. They which need will, yeah. very highly enriched uranium. Yeah. By the way, it's been said before, Iran, even though it produces a lot of oil, actually needs uh, to sell as much as it can and not hold on to it because that's their whole economy is yeah. oil. So it does make sense for them to want to do nuclear Israeli government ministers backed a bill to crack down on human rights by requiring them to disclose details about funding they received from foreign governments, mm. human rights groups. Mm. That's right, mm -hmm. crack down on human rights groups. Gotcha. So they require them to uh, uh, tell about where they received this funding from, but the bill unfairly targets groups critical of the Israeli military. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. While shedding right shielding right wing groups that rely on private donors who are exempt, huh? Sounds like America. Yeah, that's no good. No. And no, in no. Nigeria, uh, at least eighty were killed in attacks by the group Boko Haram. Boko Haram. The militants attacked uh, Maduguri and Madagali uh, in northeastern Nigeria with rocket-propelled grenades and suicide bombers. Uh. The attacks came just days after Nigerian President Mahamadou Bahari said Nigeria has technically won the war against Boko Haram. So technically, they technically won. they didn't, I guess. Well, yeah. Technically, uh, well, what, what the I'm, hell does that mean? I, technically, I hope they have wiped them out, but I hope that well, they, apparently not. Well, apparently not. The attacks came up. I understand, but I'm saying I hope they're. Yeah, I'm hopeful that. We don't have to invade some a African country in the next couple of years. That's what yeah, in Japan, yes, where they eat Kentucky Fried Chicken ah, on Christmas as a like tradition. The, they like the colonel. Yeah. Officials on the island of Okinawa sued the Japanese government so that they, Okinawa, can block construction of that new U.S. military base in Okinawa, so where authorities say the g Japanese government illegally overrode their governor, Takeshi Onaga's order halting construction earlier this year. So he wanted it to stop, and now they're suing the government because they over the government overruled them. Okinawa is home, in case you didn't know. We've talked about this for ages. Yeah, fifty thousand U.S. troops are stationed in Japan. Fifty thousand. Half of those, half of those are in Okin Okinawa, and for decades, and we're, we mean decades, decades. fifty, sixty years, yeah. residents there have demanded the expulsion of U.S. troops, citing environmental concerns, not to mention the sexual assault assaults there. That's right. Numerous uh, yeah, trials lots of and US lots. soldiers involved with um, alleged um, sexual assault. What do you mean alleged? Well, allegations. I'm sure some of them have been convicted. But yeah, it's so there been, were it's sexual been, assaults yes, there. Yeah, there. There's an alleged yeah, there. there. Yeah. In Bangladesh, two students were sentenced to death for the murder of a secular blogger. In February 2013, Ahmed Rajib Hadar was hacked to death by people who happened to have machetes. Just happened yeah. to have them. His death was the first in a string of targeted killings of secular bloggers. And in Germany, a man died on Christmas Day in Germany after he was hit in the head by a flying piece of metal from a condom machine that he and his two accomplices blew up in an apparent robbery attempt. Now, I guess they were going for the money. 
I don't think they were going for the condoms. You, Nevertheless, well, maybe a little it's a bit. Sad of day. Yeah, yeah, it's a sad day. And also in Germany, uh, police who responded to a suspected gas leak. It's like here in Porter Ranch. They had a gas leak there in Germany. They they went to see what was going on, and they found that the source of the odor was sauerkraut. <laughs> yeah. And in South Af America, South America, Colombia has declared a red alert for the forest fires burning across the Andes. Apparently, 80% of the country is on alert. 80% of the country and this is, what is on alert. So, uh, Colombia. Colombia. Colombian Environmental Ministry says the forest fires are a consequence of drought and rising temperatures across Colombia. Across the whole country. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Yes, Puerto Rico. This is Puerto a big Rico. deal. Governor well. Alejandro Garcia Padilla confirmed yes. the Commonwealth will default on some of its scheduled debt repayment today this is the day they're mm -hmm. going to do it they're they're defaulting that's the u.s right. government could have prevented this that's right yeah because you know they're they're a uh, a territory or what we yeah. like to say a state in training <laughs> because, what we say well that was kind of what the whole idea with territories early on were that's right we, we didn't want to make them a state right. yet but right. you hang out long enough you're good to us we'll make you a state but we, apparently we don't like them enough to help them out of this jam and we don't really want to give them any sense of that they have they're masters of their own destiny that oh, yeah. is for sure well, there's there's Puerto Rico and the island of virgins that's yeah. another territory yeah yeah and, and and you know the reason is it's not necessarily the obama administration it's not necessarily the people of this country it's hedge funds is what's going on right, here. Exactly. Hedge funds aggressively lobbied against legislation granting Puerto Rico limited bankruptcy right. protection, similar to what is available here in the United States. That's right. The, it's a whole big thing. The U.S. actually asserted in a document uh, that they Puerto Ricans have no no authority to decide how this will be dis, how this will be adjudicated. It is quite stunning. Um, and it's not a little bit of money. I think they owe seventy billion dollars. Yeah. There's a billion dollars due today, and it starts to ramp up from there. It goes to, in a couple of months, it goes to two billion dollars that they're owing uh, every nuts. month. So they're not going to be able to do it. Yeah. So, hence these greedy bastards. I'm not saying you should not collect the money that's that's owed to you, but they they always go for way more. They the the, the yeah. interest rates that charge on these things and the situation they put countries in right. are are ridiculous to start off with. Right. And a new report reveals how the Pentagon screwed with the Obama administration's efforts to close Guantanamo. Yes. They messed with that. The Pentagon buried the administration in bureaucratic crap so that they, the Pentagon, could delay or derail the release of prisoners. That's exactly right. Pentagon delays forced four Afghan prisoners. This is just one incident. Four Afghan prisoners to spend an additional four years at Guantanamo after they were approved to leave. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we get upset when we have to wait in line at egg slut you know what i mean <laughs> uh it, it is it's you know this is i don't know it's treason but it's certainly and in uh the the president has issued uh orders to try and get these people who've been cleared by every agency that has any jurisdiction here to let these guys go yeah there's a number of them. there's about half of them that yeah. have been cleared for release these are guys lives right. they didn't do anything wrong right. they never found out what they were supposedly had done wrong right and and they spend four additional years right. in in captivity after they were promised that they would leave most of these guys are in guantanamo have been there at least 13 maybe 14 years without charge and without trial yeah i i that used to be something that americans took kind of seriously 
yeah. the right to a speedy oh, yeah. trial. Yeah. I, and I and think it's Magna yeah. Carta time is what it, it, it is. is. It it's only, not even. It's not America. This has been going on for centuries. Yeah, Magna yeah. Carta. Yeah, right, right. way back. And on the good, good, good note here. Yeah, you know, just dialing it back. A uh, planned trip by George W. Bush. You remember him? Yeah, he got us into this whole mess. Right, Guantanamo. Uh, uh, he wanted to speak in Switzerland at a United Israel appeal, but that was canceled after several human rights groups called for Swiss authorities to arrest Bush for authorizing torture. Yeah, and Bush has traveled around the world, but not to Europe. That's because right. Because in Europe, there's a strong tradition of international prosecutions going and, back to the Nuremberg yeah. trials and, and god uh, i hope one day he slips up and and visits I, yeah. uh you know Monaco. italy or yeah. yeah some stops off yeah. somewhere by the way it's true i mean the remember the uh the spanish judge who went after pinochet yeah. you know and had him arrested he went on trial in england uh yeah so they they take this stuff pretty seriously and yeah. i hope that they continue to do that and now <laughs> it's time for our annual Christmas wrap-up. Yeah. Our annual Christmas wrap-up right here. Yeah. One week ago today on Christmas, yeah. Christmas was banned in Somalia. We warn against celebrations of Christmas, which are only for Christians, said Sheikh Mohammed Cairo. He's the Ministry of Religion director oh, I thought there that was, in Somalia. That was that, is that Sheikh Mohammed douchebag? Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah, he, that was no, that's not him. It's yeah. another one. Just for what it's worth, they're Islamic there, but they're crazy Islamic there. Yeah. You know, they're not the good Islamic. Yeah. One week ago today, mm -hmm. a man in England dressed as Santa climbed through the window of a KFC wielding a knife, ordered a five dollar fill up, and escaped with cash. <laughs> yeah, Santa with cash. <laughs> Santa. One week ago today, volunteers in Denver gave away 1,000 rolled joints to the homeless for Christmas. That's good. That probably made a, a very merry Christmas. I would say Christmas this, cheer. Yeah, Denver. Say, yeah. And one week ago today on Christmas, a uh, British astronaut on the International Space Station. Did you hear about this? Maybe not. He called the wrong number while attempting to phone home on Christmas Eve. <laughs> and and when he, you know, he dials the number and somebody, you know, who knows who it is, they, they haven't announced. He says... Hello, is this planet Earth? <laughs> and he gets a dial tone after yeah, that. I imagine. Yeah. yeah. Ah, and uh, also uh, on our Christmas wrap up here, uh, the storms that brought devastating tornadoes to Texas over the weekend grew in size, unleashing a surge of warm air that pushed temperatures to the North Pole to 50 degrees above normal. So Santa is, is, is in his underwear there, you yeah, know? It... It's usually about 20 degrees below uh, zero. That's yeah. a normal at this time of year. It's yesterday when I checked, it was 31 degrees in the Arctic Circle. Right. 31 degrees. Right. It's colder in some parts of Southern California yeah, that's than it true. is that's at true. the North Pole. That's true. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And it's not as if, by the way, people, oh, well, that can happen, you know. No. They're in the, they're in winter. We're in winter. It's not like it's their summer somehow. You know yeah. what I mean? People might say, well, it's just a, it's a seasonal thing. No. We're in winter, they're in winter, and in places in Southern California, it's colder than it is at the Arctic. Yeah. <laughs> you know, from now on, people just need to listen to us. That's all. They That's just all. need to pay attention to what we're saying. We've been saying this for, for as long as I can remember. As long 20, as 20, 30, 40 years. Exactly. We've been saying this, and it keeps getting worse. I know. Yeah. I know. I mean, I, I hate to be right about this. Yeah. I, I, do I too. truly I hate to, to be right life. about this. I don't want to be, be right. I used to be a happy man. <laughs> I don't want to be right. Yes, absolutely. I'm going to move on now to secret All right, stuff. So let's do that. New details. This is secret stuff, Mahler. Do you have anything to add? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Secret stuff. New details have emerged about how Israeli, Israel, not Israeli, Israel sought to undermine the Iran nuclear deal. Yes. They found out about this. Yes, they did. And uh, how the United States sought to, uh, you know, screw around with them, I guess, by spying. On the Israelis. Yeah, yeah. spying. Because the, they knew the Israelis were going to try and yeah. junk this thing, so they spied on them. The yeah. NSA increased its surveillance yeah. on Netanyahu, you right, know, the, right, right. the prime minister over there. It learned how Netanyahu leaked details of the U.S.-Iran negotiations, right. coordinated talking points with Jewish American groups, and lobbied U.S. lawmakers to oppose the deal. Remember his speech. And he what gave a, a speech before the joint session of what Congress. What the hell? Who? That was Boehner and yeah. and uh, McConnell that allowed yeah. that to happen. The NSA monitoring of Netanyahu also swept up. Yeah, it got a bunch of other uh, contents of U.S. lawmakers. This is where it's getting kind of edgy now because Congress was spied on when this was going on, oh, yeah. and uh, yeah, and. The Obama administration was kind of... Well, you know, I, I know the Obama administration. I'm not justifying spying on Congress, but at the same time, uh, when I say that Boehner and McConnell are responsible for it, they never told the White House yeah. they were going to do this. Yeah, You're sneaking he, around? Okay, we'll sneak around. You invite the Israeli prime minister to speak before Congress. You don't tell the White House. In addition to being a violation of protocol, in this... I'm sorry. In this circumstances... Yeah. In this situation, to do that is nothing but a, a big f you to the, the White House. And it's tre I mean, it's not treason, treason, but, but it's, it's it's just it's 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 not good business. No, no, it's just it's yeah, yeah for the U.S. It's I guess it's good for Israel. And and, and by the way, go, just to dial it back, Netanyahu was up for election. Yeah, exactly. That's why it he was, was like the night before the election. He's yeah. giving a speech in front of the U.S. Congress. And in secret stuff, the FBI and the NSA asked a federal judge to dismiss the lawsuit there by uh, Salt Lake City Mayor Rocky Anderson, who claims uh, that agencies conducted mass surveillance of emails, texts, and phone calls during the twenty, or the uh, two thousand and two Olympics. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That was the, was that the Mitt Romney uh, Olympics? Did you just say Salt Lake City? Two thousand and two, Salt Lake City. Yeah, that uh, was that. Yeah. That was the Mitt Romney. Never mind. Yeah, the Mitt Romney Olympics. Yeah. I remember them well. Oh, don't we all? Hey, what's up? This is Cut Chemist. Oh, whoa! Cut uh, Chemist Cut just Chemist walked in. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah get out of here. Uh, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, on the web at KUCI.org. Mm. And now, as you all know, <laughs> it's time for drones in the news. Hey, by the way, are you a member, Mike, of 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 Mahler's uh, Drone Club? No, but I'd love to be. Yeah? Nathan, tell me more. No. Oh. He's it's it's kind of an exclusive oh, club. Wow. Okay. He's okay. thinking about you know doing some marketing and all. Uh, <laughs> and, and right now it's is in the really? initial okay. stages. I'm curious who he's going to market to, but okay. Mahler's, yeah, he's. I mean, he's, are you kidding he's, me? He's a bright guy. You wouldn't. I mean, wa you just you yourself <laughs> said you wanted to be a member of Mahler's Drone Club. I would love to be. Yeah. T-shirts, <laughs> baseball caps. Mahler's Drone Club. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, I think way, so Nathan. too. We could, we could, we could raise money for the station that way. Trademark. Yeah. Yeah. Trademark. There you go. Or we could, we could, we couldn't sell it here because this is nonprofit. Yeah, this is nonprofit. Yeah, yeah, Mahler's Drone Club. I like the Federal that. Aviation Administration shut down at least 36 model aircraft clubs around Washington D.C., citing a new extended no-fly zone for drones in D.C. and and the area around there. The FAA has been worried about drone mania for several years now and in September extended a no-fly zone surrounding Washington, D.C.'s National Airport from 15 to 30 miles. It's going to get interesting. Now, they're shutting down all these drone clubs, uh, in, and not only in D.C., but in suburban Maryland and Virginia, and 14 of the 36 sites are okay with the Academy of Model Aircraft, 
which they have rules and regulations. They don't want to be near airports. They do, they're not near airports, right. and they're safety uh, controlled, but not, not good enough for the feds. The D.C. area has one of the largest drone hobby organizations called the D.C. Drone User Group, which may be forced to disband. Yeah. yeah. This is going to get wild. Yeah. Man, it is. It's going to be crazy. Wow. And you're right. You start flying. I always think about the flying around airport thing. Well, yeah. they, they're not going. They're, they've kept it away from airports. I understand. I understand these are responsible people, but yeah. I'm just saying the ability yeah. to fly a drone into the flight path yeah, of that's a plane crazy. is doable now. And yeah. whether or not these are, you know, the responsible people or not, I'm sure they are. But Jesus. More than 20 states approved drone laws this year, or last year, as have major cities like Chicago, Los Angeles, and Miami, with many of the regulations placing tough restrictions on areas to fly and, uh, and to snoop. You know, they don't want people to fly yeah. near airports or snoop on other people. That's what the restrictions are about. Now the new FAA drone regulations are pissing off local lawmakers. Uh, we complained that the agency wants them to back off their own local rules, even if the, F, uh, if the new rules, the Fed rules, are more lax. Yeah. So the local rules might be stricter and, and might prevent more from going on danger-wise, but, but the Feds will overrule that. Yeah. And police in Belleville, Ontario, are warning drivers to look out for drones on the highway as you're going to work there. <laughs> After one of the airborne devices, as they called it, uh, crashed into a car causing $1,000 in damage to the car alone. <laughs> yeah. Police ruled out giving them a ticket and decided that a criminal mischief charge did not apply because the crash was not intentional. There was no t t ticket to give. What do you do? A drone hit a car. What do you? How do you write that up? Well, somebody's responsible. For yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, but they're saying it's probably a civil action. Yeah. it has nothing to yeah. do with them. So yeah. that's where that's wow, going to go. That's interesting. And now let's go to this fine country of ours. Can I just go one international story? I think yeah, it's sure. kind of an important. Scoot one. it in there. Okay, I'm going to scoot it right in there. Uh, Japan and South Korea reached an agreement on. The enslaved women yeah, uh, from World War II. What was it? Huh? Well, go ahead. Where well, they call them the comfort women. Yeah, or... the comfort women. Uh, they finally reached. Japan for years has denied it. Yeah, it's it was like a slave trade, though. A sex. Yeah, a sex it was a sex. Thing. It was a sex yeah. trade. So anyway, they set up a fund, whatever. But it finally, finally, an acknowledgement on the part of the Japanese about it. Yeah. It happened during World War II. Uh, they for years and years said it never happened and all that kind of stuff. But and now finally, they can't talk about it anymore, uh, yeah, too. With yeah, the agreement. now well, at least I mean whatever yeah. level of you know aid and comfort it brings to the people involved in it, I don't know, but it's finally acknowledged. That's all. That's all righty. Let's let's good. let's segue now. Yeah. Can we segue? Yeah. Let's okay. Go. Let's go. Ooh, that's a good segue, Mahler. Yeah. He's good at segues. He's very good at segues. And now it's time for news from the clown car. Former Ku Klux Klan leader David Duke and Donald Trump, the troubled teen, is more rat said. Yeah, yeah, mother. Said David Duke said Donald Trump. Yes. Or or hair fart. Yeah. Is more radical than he is. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, so Trump's more radical than David Duke. Yeah. And and this is what Duke said. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm do my. Go ahead. My, as far as I can see, according to the <laughs> candidates that are out there right now, Republicans and Democrats, I think he's head and shoulders. Trump is. I think he's head and shoulders right now above the rest. I don't agree with everything he says, and he speaks a little more. Actually, he speaks a little more, <laughs> a, a lot, a lot more radically than I talk, uh, and I think that's a positive and a negative. What is this guy? What's wrong with these people? What is wrong with that mind? <laughs> how can somebody say something like? How can that be a quote? Anyway, yeah. that's what David Duke David said. David Duke and Republican Ben Carson's 2016 presidential bid. Wow. 
just kind of blew up God, in his face. God, does the air come out of that thing? Yeah. Wow. His campaign manager and 20 other staff members uh, quit because of infighting, dropping poll numbers, negative media coverage, and their boss is just plain stupid. And yeah, yeah. That's, the, that's the most important part yeah. of that whole uh, sentence. Yeah. And um, by the way, his negative media, this is the stuff that the Republicans, you know, eat up. Like, yeah. oh, he's only going down to the polls because the liberal media bias is, is you know, no. he's an idiot. Yeah. And he tried to speak in front of this uh, Republican Jewish group a couple of days ago, and he instead of saying Hamas, yeah. he said hummus. hummus. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, so, no, it's not media bias. This guy's yeah. an idiot. Yeah. When it comes to this stuff, if he, I guess yeah, if he's operating some some pedo with my uh, Hamas. <laughs> I mean, if he's operating on your Madula Dulam yeah. Gada or whatever it is back there, that's fine. Yeah. But do not put him anywhere near public policy. He's an idiot. Yeah. So thank you. Bye. Bye, Ben. We hardly hardly knew you. By the way, Mike, a new investigation by the New York Times shows uh, how the richest U.S. families have avoided paying billions of dollars in taxes by building a private tax system. Yeah. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Yeah, they have their own private tax system. This is the 14 yeah. families that are worth more than the bottom 40% of America. Yeah, 400 richest families, pretty no, much. No, 14. There's 14 families. Well, maybe oh, you got a different one. But okay. Well, yeah, whatever. The 14 it's families ridiculous. is also, I got, I got statistics on this. You got it. The rich have reportedly exploited esoteric loopholes. Isn't that a phrase? A New York Timesy phrase. Esoteric. That means we're, we're, yeah. It means it, bend over and grab your ankles means, and let it, me exploit your esoteric loophole. Well, it means these are the loopholes that they bought. Yeah, with car- oh, yeah. yeah, that's what it means. Yeah. They bought those loopholes. Yeah. So, so such as repealing the inheritance tax. Yeah, yeah. The result has been billions of dollars in lost taxes. Twenty years ago, the four hundred richest families paid twenty-seven percent of their income to federal taxes. In 2012, the same group, 400 richest families, paid only 17%. Meanwhile, I pay about 35%. I don't know what you're paying. Yeah, I'm paying about 30. Yeah, yeah. I'm close to that. Hey, and that's just plain yeah. Yeah. crap. Yeah, 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 yeah. A new report finds the United States increased its sale of weapons around the world by 35% last year. Mm-hmm. These are the merchants of death we're talking about mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Not not just your you know over-the-counter Walmart guns, but no. this is like we're selling off to, to countries around the world. These are surface-to-air missiles. Yeah. These are serious and, weaponry. And this is even as the overall arms market stayed relatively flat. Mm-hmm. We're selling more. The congressional study found U.S. weapons sales increased to more than $36 billion, nearly $10 billion higher than the previous year. The surge was fueled by massive U.S. merchant of death deals with Qatar, Saudi Arabia, and South Korea. And I think it's a lot higher, the number. I, th- yeah. I don't know if this has to do with the United States officially selling crap to Saudi Arabia, Qatar, and South Korea. Yeah. That's what that is. But then there's a whole other industry, private industry, oh, yeah. that's selling arms all, all, that are way, way more money in terms of the whole overall number than what they're describing here. The unofficial, the black market. It's the other market. It's just yeah. the private a company, you know, goes to, uh, you know, yeah. I don't know, South Korea and sells. It's just there's there's a lot more money involved. Here. Okay, that's well, enough. Tell that's me about it. That. An Ohio grand jury decided there will be no charges in the fatal shooting of 12-year-old Tamir Rice after the police cruiser pulled up. You remember this. Yeah. Police cruiser pulls up. Two seconds. Two seconds. They shoot him. And here's some other details. Uh, first of all, remember that uh, this is Timothy Lohman is the officer that, uh, w- that the grand jury decided no charges will be filed against. Right. Uh, nor his partner, Frank Grombeck, Garmbeck, after this happened, they, they did not try to save Tamir's life. 
no first aid at all. They shot him dead. This kid's lying there in the ground. Right. But they did have the uh, alertness to tackle his 14-year-old sister. Who ran to his, she, Who sorry. tried to help his, her brother. Yeah. And then they handcuffed her and put her in the cruiser as her brother lay dying on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. And Tamir was pronounced dead the following day. And after more than this year-long investigation, the grand jury uh, chose not to indict. Right. Yeah. By the way, apparently the officers weren't, weren't all that... Uh, uh, prompt about ordering, getting some emergency care to this kid. Oh by no, the way. not at all. Yeah, yeah I mean, and yeah. The, the county prosecutor there in uh, 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 said that in Ohio yeah. said that yeah. uh, he had recommended the outcome, uh, that very outcome of no charges, citing a perfect storm of human error, miscommunication, and white privilege. And by the way, this officer that did shoot Tamir. Yeah. Had a history. Uh, he had been there. Have been complaints in history of violent behavior. Well, excessive force. But yeah. let me put it better. He didn't say the white privilege part. I and the white privilege that. part. Yeah. <laughs> I just added that in. Yeah, that's yeah. good. But that's like that. yeah, white privilege. Yeah. In Chicago, a white police officer, Jason Van Dyke, pleaded not guilty to six charges of first-degree murder for the 2014 shooting of black teenager Laquan McDonald. Officer Van Dyke shot 17-year-old Laquan. You remember this? 16 times. Mm -hmm. While the teenager was at a distance and walking away. We got that videotape of that. Right. And 14 yeah. times while he was on the ground. By yeah. The Meanwhile, police shooting in that very same city, Chicago, killed two unarmed blacks, sparking new calls for change at a police department already under heavy scrutiny. Early Saturday morning, the father of 19-year-old college student Quintonio Legrier called police to report his son was behaving oddly and carrying, they called it a metal bat. I assume it's a, an aluminum baseball bat. Right. Yeah, like right. a college baseball bat. Right. The father also called the downstairs tenant, 55-year-old Betty Jones, to alert her that police would need to enter through her door. When police arrived, Quintonio, that's the kid, Legrier, allegedly confronted them in the foyer and both Legrier and Betty Jones were killed when police opened fire. Right, and they shot. By the way, they shot through the door. Yeah, I, I, yeah. they. I mean, yeah. they must have seen them through some kind of a window, but they shot through the door. Yeah. They never even got close enough to this guy to be able to be in any yeah. danger whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so crap. So Chicago Mayor Rahm Emanuel announced new police reforms. Go to because because he's Emmanuel. about ready to resign, or they're so. calling for his resignation. He's going to order more training and double the number of tasers that they have from 700 to 1,400. Uh, so he's going to say, yeah, don't shoot them, just taser them. The police department already expanded the use of tasers in 2010, but they didn't cut down on any police shootings after they expanded at that time. Right. Meanwhile, protesters uh, have actually gone up to Rahm Emanuel's house now. Yes. They're camped out at, nor at his north side home right. where they're trying to get him to resign. Well, let's not forget that, that the, the kid that was shot at Fruit Fruitvale Station in, yeah. uh, in the Bay Area, the officer claimed he thought he was reaching for his taser when he actually had grabbed his gun and yeah. shot this kid. Yeah. So I'm not saying that you, that's the reason not to use tasers, but you know, there's always kind there's, of an yeah. excuse for killing these people. The other part of this is um, there's there's a new report out there. So far, last year, are you going to talk no, about it? Last year, there were over 1,100 people killed in by police officers. This is uh, the number they've been able to gather through a number of different sources. There's no official number, but at least 1,100 people are killed, and most of them African-American. And by the way, there are a number of cities in the country where only African Americans have been killed by police. Only. Yeah. 
like I think yeah. they said like 14, four or fourteen. I can't remember the number. I'm sorry, mm -hmm. but that the only people that got killed by police in the whole year were African American. I just, I, it's what do you call somebody from India? Uh, you call them an Indian American, East Asian American. I why, why do you why, I don't like Asian these hyphenations? So. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to say. You call them an American Indian. I American guess. Indian. Islamophobia mania. Oh yeah. In Las Vegas, a man wrapped bacon around the handles of a mosque before Sunday morning prayer. That's cute. But, yeah. In New York, Israeli was charged with a hate crime after he allegedly accosted four Pakistani Americans in Brooklyn, holding a pistol, a pistol and screaming, I want to see the blood of Muslims in the street. Yeah. That's not a nice thing to no, say. No, it's not. And meanwhile, in Fresno, California, an elderly Sikh man, this isn't a Muslim, this is a Sikh man, yeah. was hit by a truck and then beaten in the street. Right. By two men, they attacked 68-year-old Amrik Singh Bal with a uh, and gave him a broken collarbone. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, you uh, you people, they're not they're not Muslims. Sikhs are a whole. Yeah, but who cares anyway? The whole thing is ridiculous. Oh, well, of course these, it is. Of these course, people are Sikhs. so effing stupid. They, are they stupid. don't know the difference between anything really, except no, no. they're different. Me. They're different. Them. Right? Them. Yeah. They're well, these guys wear turbans, and so they assume, I guess, in their idiocy yeah. that. Somehow this is worthy of being beaten up for. Police say uh, that uh, that this guy must, was probably mistaken for a Muslim. Yeah, so what? Yeah. Hate crimes against Muslim Americans in U.S. mosques have tripled since the attacks in Paris and San Bernardino. <sighs> and now for country of origin labeling. <laughs> Because you know you like that, don't you, Mahler? <laughs> yeah. There's nothing like country of or origin uh, labeling, uh, uh, or as we like to call it, cool. Uh, anyway, it enables U.S. customers to find out where their meat comes from. That was repealed. Yeah. Well, you know that budget thing that we we signed oh, in yes. and, and Obama That's signed right. and Congress approved. It increased the military budget yeah. and cut back on on uh, Social Security and Medicare. Yeah. yeah that thing. Now it cut, and so one of the deregulated the yeah you could be buying meat for from Stanton, you know, <laughs> and and you wouldn't know. Yeah, the decision to repeal Cool comes on the heels of a ruling from the World Trade Organization that found that point of origin labeling discriminates against meat raised and slaughtered in countries other than the U.S. where stuff is crappy and yeah, unregulated. Could be, yeah, 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 yeah it could be. Earlier this month, the WTO allowed Mexico and Canada; those are our tap trading partners yeah, with ag yeah, yeah, yeah. to impose more than one billion dollars in tariffs on u.s goods in retaliation if those cool labels the you know yeah. the point of origin labels were not removed fear that those tariffs could extend to american products outside the meat industry is what made congress repeal cool in, uh, in other words jewelry furniture and mattresses they thought they were going to have tariffs on those items so congress didn't have enough so let's Guts not let people up. have any information. There'll just yeah. be there'll just be a, a package of meat yeah, in just the be counter, red. and it'll be red, <laughs> right? Assuming it'll be yeah, red, yeah. and it'll just say meat. That's all meat. it'll say. Yeah. Meat, meat, and how much it costs. Yeah, that's it. Meat. That's all we need to know yeah. is meat. <laughs> it doesn't even it, need to say meat, really. It's yeah. It, yeah. it looks like meat. <laughs> it and looks, it's in it's in the refrigeration, <laughs> it, so we figure. Yeah, it's in the yeah. it's in the meat section yeah. of the. It's of not the, cheese. <laughs> we know it's not cheese. It says meat, and then. Two dollars. Meanwhile, water. Porter Ranch, Southern California, the gas company here, oh, Southern California please. Gas, knew its pipes were corroding and failing at a oh. worsening pace more than a year before the massive Porter Ranch methane leak 
according to new documents in a 20 or old documents that were newly found in a November 2014 state regulatory filing the utility warned against heightened risks of using those pipes and look what happened now supposedly they took out a safety valve that's 8,000 feet deep in this yeah. well. They took it out and didn't replace it. The other thing is the amount of methane that's being released every month, and this has been going on for two and a half months, yeah. is about one quarter of the amount of methane gas that has usually been leaking into the air out of California. Yeah. So in a matter of about six weeks, the entire uh, sort of allocation of methane for the entire state of California will have leaked out of this particular well. Thank you. By the way, this is the second largest reserve of, of yeah. natural gas. That's huge. Yeah. This is a big I deal. I think in the country, but at least in the state of California. Can we run a little over? Or yeah, we can. Okay. Yeah, good. we can. Uh, the University of California system. That's what we're a part of here at UCI. We are. Okay, UCI. Yes, we are. Go Eaters! Go yeah, <clears throat> Eaters. The University of California system sold about $30 million worth of its holdings in companies that operate private prisons after students voiced their opposition to these despicable investments. Good. Yeah. Thank you. A move which did not require regent approval came after US UC system administrators met with students this month and as undergraduates throughout the nation have been pushing administrators to uh, sell interest in fossil fuels yeah. and uh, aid to Israel occupation of the West Bank too. They want out of that. In June, Columbia University divested from private prison companies after student pressure. So uh, we did too. Follow the money. I got two words. Bill Cosby. Oh. I don't want to. That's, yeah, let's that's just all go. I got to say. Just yeah. say it. Yeah. It's just so, this is such a. Researchers found that half of all Americans yeah. live within 18 uh, miles of their mothers. Okay. Unless they're dead. Yeah. Yeah. My mom's dead. My mom's dead. Yeah. Eight? So I don't live with anything. Well, in well, a yeah, sense, the, I live in, in, in the remains, yeah, but, but I don't consider yeah, that much of anything. In the remains, too. It's the remains. Yeah, yeah. Over the last few decades, Americans have become, this is the real thing here, not whether our mothers are dead, but over the last few years, uh, decades, actually, Americans have become less mobile, and most adults, uh, especially those with lower incomes, like the entire middle class, do not venture far from their hometowns. They don't do that anymore because we don't have the money to do it. So that's why we're doing this. Mm -hmm. The trend will continue, social scientists say, as baby boomers need more care in old age and the growing number of two-income families seek health, help with child care. Mm -hmm. In other words, mom, can I take care of the kid? Mm -hmm. uh, or yeah. maybe Bernie Sanders for president. I don't Bernie know. Bernie Sanders for president. Yeah, I have no idea if that would work. I think it would be a good good try by the way i think that when bernie said this week that he could appeal to trump voters yeah uh, i i think oh. there's a percentage that he will be oh, able absolutely to. I, I that's yeah. i really do believe that yeah i think i told you that story last week where uh, a good friend of mine a tr black guy oh yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, he hangs out with with people that uh are actually have jobs okay yeah me. yeah businessmen guys that wear suits and ties and tr stuff. does yeah really? and these suits and tie guys they're they're looking at each other saying you know i'm either going to vote for trump or sanders yeah now, that proves two things to me. One thing, businessmen are idiots. <laughs> Not for the yeah. Sanders part, but for the Trump part, for considering Trump as a viable option. Is yeah, well, saying? yeah, to, to actually have to make the decision between the two of those <laughs> is, is, is just plain yeah. stupid. Yeah, I understand true. the grievances may be the same, right. but the solutions are so far apart. Right. How, how could you have any doubt about which side you are on? They're just mad. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. That's, that's the emotion that these businessmen have. 
They got an on-off switch. They don't even know why, but they're yeah, mad. They're suck fine. up to my boss or hate everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the second thing I, I learned is that uh, Sanders could get some of those votes. Yeah. The FDA ruled that gay men can now donate blood as long as they haven't had sex with a man in the past year. Okay. What's the chance of that? I... An American girl is now selling a diabetic doll supply. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. That kit, which includes a blood sugar monitor, insulin pump, and Lancet for testing your doll's blood, sells for $24. American sense. Girl has other accessories, including like that, including wheelchairs, crutches, and hearing aids, as well as dolls without hair. That makes me sad. Yeah, it makes me sad. It makes me all the, yeah, it's just kind of like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you put money in the wrong place, I guess. Yeah. What kind of doll would you get, how, well, Mike? How, if, you how, were gonna, if you were going to get one that, that you know, you, there must be something that you're challenged with. Oh, please. Yeah. So, I mean, there's uh, a whole array yeah. of dolls I'd need to get for that. The, for that the manic depressive doll? Yeah, the manic depressive would yeah. be, yeah. Uh, maybe absolutely. some sort of pills yeah, or something. <laughs> yeah, maybe a straight jacket. Come with a prescription to the American you know, Zoloft doll. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Xanax, yeah, prescription. Yeah. You know, what about heroin addiction? Heroin I mean, addiction. that's a de- yeah, disease. Yeah, sure. Why not, why not the, syringes? Said, well, there's already, they already have the syringes. Yeah, they're already making those. Yeah. yeah, I mean, why not? Sure. In Florida, a man crashed into a casket business while attempting to drive his car through a time portal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just, he, I don't know. Right. That's where he thought he was going. Yeah, right. well, and also in Florida, a woman was arrested while riding around a Walmart in a motorized shopping cart, eating a rotisserie chicken and drinking a bottle of wine. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, that's a way to live. You know what? That's when you know that the holiday season has really gotten to you. You really, you know, you really have sort of succumbed to the, the holiday season. And I'm ready to say I'm fine. Yeah, that's a good. And finally, in Milwaukee, that's an 82-year-old woman called police to report that she had heard her neighbor chanting, "ISIS is good, ISIS is good, ISIS is good, ISIS is great," <laughs> during sex. During sex. Yeah. Okay. That's what she thought she heard. <laughs> You can subscribe to the Weekly Signals Weekly Review Podcast at WeeklySignals.com WeeklySignals.com Subscribe now